Well, heads, I guess the bill for all these diamonds it's been raining in 2017 has finally come due. So tonight on a Tuesday, we're going to pass the motherfucking collection plate. It's Big Money Juggalos. The beard speaks now. Oh, come on, he's a miserable cocksucker, fucking asshole. You hate him, admit it. What up, heads, and welcome to episode 10 of The Beard Speaks. My name is Chuck Rees. I am the East Coast Beast host. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed episode 9, my long in-depth with uh, ROC. If you haven't checked it out, I'll make sure I link that motherfucker below. I'm real proud of that piece of work. And I, I just got to say thank you to him and thank you to Magic Ninja and James at Kerosene Media once again for making that shit possible. ROC was uh, just an open book for all my questions. Anybody who saw the interview knows that. So go ahead and hit those comments up. If there's somebody out there you'd like to see me interview, make sure you drop a motherfucking link in those comments and I'll, I'll check motherfuckers out and contact them. I really liked doing that and uh, people seem to like watching it. So I'm, I'm hoping to do a bunch more in the future. Today though, we're gonna talk about these big money juggalos I see out there. Apparently there's been a shift in the general financial compensation demographic of juggalos out there because definitely at least two things out there right now are of the definite high-end variety number one comes courtesy of my girl wendy cordova over on facebook a website called roseandgoodfaith.com started advertising a 770 dollar icp t-shirt now upon some investigation roseandgoodfaith.com is a very very high-end hipster vegan gluten-free non-gmo cruelty free sewing fucking uh boutique in northern l.a I doubt they got proper authority to fucking print these shirts. I mean, look at this guy. You ever seen a Juggalo drive a Bentley? Come on, fam. You got to slap a hatchet man on that motherfucker. Now, like I said, these shirts are all low run, super high end, super high quality material, uh, exposed sleeves, and uh, they say handmade with care. Rose in Good Faith describes itself as limited run, experimental luxury, handcrafted to perfection. Now, I don't know if anybody on that team over there at Rose in Good Faith is a juggalo or a juggalette, but I fucking highly doubt it. And in this day and age, when J-Webb is sending cease and desist letters to guys making low-cost CDs, I would really hope that if Psychopathic Records didn't license their likeness to this company for these high-end t-shirts, they're trying to go for some sort of a piece of it. I hit up the company both on Instagram, on one of these photos, as well as Twitter. I got no answer as to what the actual size of the production run on this particular piece was. So it could have been three, but it could have been 30. So the amount of money they made on these at $7.70 a piece, and I don't know how many they would have sold realistically, but this is obviously not a low-class business. However, what I see here unless they were properly licensed by Psychopathic, regardless of the price, is bootlegging. And I know back in the day, Billy Bill would flip over a fucking table, take all your shit, and sell it or fucking give it away to everybody at a show. So I really fucking hope that Rose in Good Faith is getting a phone call or a visit or something from some Juggalos or from Rob and Joe Bruce or Billy Bill from the company in some form to try to get this shit rectified because motherfucking bootlegging is bootlegging regardless of how much you charge for it. 
I mean, who out there's really got $770 for a t-shirt? Uh, I know some collectors out there would, but this is definitely not a collector's piece. I can almost guarantee the whole purpose of using ICP on this t-shirt was pure irony, as if you look at any other pieces that actually feature graphics are things like Donald Trump and just random fucking unicorn shit and rainbows. So I don't know, man. I normally don't suggest people go over there and bother heads, but maybe we go over there and we bother these motherfuckers for bootlegging icp at a time when they literally need every dollar they can fucking get so maybe they can either agree to kick back to the fucking clowns or we can just go ahead and harass them until they do if you're into that fucking idea get on twitter hit them up rose in good faith get on instagram same deal rose in good faith use that hashtag pay the clowns i normally wouldn't be behind something like this but you know fucking what you can't bootleg, and especially you can't bootleg for $770, something I could make at home for 17 cents. Now, if your pockets ain't fat enough for the nearly $800 limited run bootleg motherfucking t-shirt, ICP.com, through the Hatchet Herald this week, announced that tickets were going to be going on sale for the Carnival of Carnage show. Now, this isn't the first we've heard of a Carnival of Carnage show. On November 27th of last year, Fago Lovers printed a Hatchet Herald describing a Carnival of Carnage show that was going to be used at the top tier donation level prize for a Kickstarter that was going to be supporting a documentary about Juggalos put together by a woman named Brianna Sanchez. Now, Brenna Sanchez is a Detroit native, and she's an award-winning documentary filmmaker. Her last big film, Burn, which was about Detroit firefighters, won major awards all over the independent film circuit, and they described that she had started a documentary about Juggalos that was about 60% complete, and that she was requesting funds with the help of Psychopathic Records through this Kickstarter to finish that movie. They described that Carnival of Carnage would be performed in its entirety, start to finish, for a very limited number of juggalos, up to 500 people, at a new club in southwest Detroit where ICP got their start. Now, here we are, however many months later, and ICP.com is announcing that the Carnival of Carnage show will be going down with a few slight changes. First of all, this is not part of some Kickstarter campaign. All ticket sales are going through insaneclownposse.com, so I would assume directly through the company. The difference between that and a Kickstarter is Kickstarter takes a percentage of all money raised. However, they also guarantee that money raised is used for the purpose at which it was raised. In this case, Psychopathic Records has given anybody any such guarantee. This is what's been advertised. Saturday, August 26, 2017, at the L Club, Southwest Detroit. That's 4114 Werner. Right there where they got their fucking start. Right in motherfucking Mexican town. Now, like I said before, from previous discussions on the topic, I believe the ticket number is capped at 500 people. The bill is ICP performing Carnival of Carnage in its entirety. Now, I do not believe it's going to be the only time. And the only reason I say that is because in the most current Hatchet Herald announcing this show, they specifically use first time ever. You can check out the link and look at it for yourself. It says the first time ever Carnival of Carnage will be performed, not the only time. However, the only time more exclusive part of this show seems to be that the opening act is the inner city posse. And that's going to be fucking Jay and Shags performing the Dog Beats Maxi single start to finish. Okay. Now, tickets go on sale tomorrow morning. I don't fucking know what time. I assume early Wednesday, May 3rd. Now, here's the rub. Tickets are $250 a piece. 
I know what you're fucking saying, man. $250. If they sell this thing out at 500 tickets, $250, that's $125,000. Not bad for one night's work, Jay. Now, a couple weeks ago on the Juggalo show, when Jay went on his sucking text dick and attacking Magic Ninja rants, he also discussed this show, and he claimed at the time that any money raised was going to be used for the production of a documentary about Shag's brother. Now, those are my, that's where my questions start with this fucking thing. What happened to the Juggalo documentary that was going to help us out so much in our anti-gang fight? What happened to helping her? What happened to going through a Kickstarter, like you said originally, so at least we know that we have some sort of guarantee that this show is actually going to happen as advertised? Now, don't get me fucking wrong. It's cool. And if I didn't think I'd be removed immediately and I had the money to blow at 250 a ticket, I'd be there in a motherfucking heartbeat strictly to see them perform without paint. But musically, there's almost no songs on either one of these sets that we haven't heard before. I've seen ICP do dog beats a few times as far as that song, and I can't see that set being much longer than that. And most of us know Carnival back to fucking front. But like I said, at this point, there's too many non-guarantees about this show. First of all, they have to make the memorabilia factor much, much greater. Perhaps make the tickets some sort of hard physical thing, kind of like what you can get at the circus these days. Perhaps the $250 includes a VIP experience, which I'm not sure it does at this point. I think they definitely need to set off some sort of cell phone jammer and turn the Wi-Fi in the building off so nobody can stream be streaming this fucker live. And I think for $250, Psychopathic and ICP should guarantee that they're not going to turn this into some $12 a ticket tour later. Now, as much as I like the show... As much as those questions are in my mind, there are some definite practical problems with when this is scheduled and the other things they have on either side of it. The August 23rd date is literally almost one month or three weeks exactly from the gathering and then three weeks before the march. So in a six-week time period, Psychopathic Records expects all true motherfucking juggalos to be in Oklahoma for the gathering, be in Detroit, for the $250 a ticket COC show, and then be in fucking Washington, D.C. for the March and free concert afterwards, which it seems like all information has dried up about. So what's the real motherfucking deal here? Is this a money grab? Is this really the summer of 17? Are we really, really trying to do this March? Is that money really going to some movie about Shaggy's brother? We've all seen the piece of shit cinematic follies that have come out of Psychopathic before. Do we want to trust these guys with $125,000 of our money to make a documentary about somebody nobody knows? I contacted Brendan Sanchez on Twitter. I didn't receive an answer about whether she was even still working on a Juggalo documentary. But definitely, with the potential to raise $125,000 in one day on the COC show, I would expect Psychopathic Records and Billy Bill to perhaps use that money towards the march and make that public because that would definitely get heads out because you got money from juggalos who are obviously high roller lows to go to a show like that benefiting all juggalos and i thought that's what 2017 was about on an unrelated note if you've seen this motherfucking tricycle report to your local authorities apparently the mighty death pop trike was stolen from DCG Con. They had a bunch of props out there for people to fuck with. This was one of them. People were riding it around, and somebody rode it all the way back to their fucking crib. So if you see this bike, let the let the authorities know. I see some fucking Craigslist postings that popped up in various cities. They all seem to have been faked. We're looking for proof of life on this bike, people. So if you've seen it, hit us up. 
apparently it didn't start its life with icp according to this comment from magic ninja ceo george v seems like the trike was made in his living room out of colored duct tape and paint props to him for such a wonderful work of art props to everybody looking for the tricycle and props to everybody trying to raise money for the purchase of a new tricycle that's about the dumbest fucking thing i ever heard shouts to all my 17 percenters out there i hope you all got jobs you're not a real juggalo unless you travel three quarters across the country in fucking six weeks. But today, no L's here. Just a bunch of question marks and motherfucking head scratches. The beard has spoken.